Hey, what's up guys? My name is Lauren Hardy and I am here to talk all things virtual investing. Today we are going to talk about the definition of a lead. Before we get into that though, I want to urge you to subscribe to my YouTube channel and if you guys like what you see and you want to be friends, follow me on Instagram. My handle is thismomflips. If you guys want to learn more about coaching, I have an awesome website that will tell you all about it. It's www.thismomflips.com. All right, let's get into it. So this topic came up on some of my coaching calls with my students and I noticed something that students were doing and I got really, really concerned. What that was is that students are not taking leads very seriously. They are, in my opinion, over qualifying the lead and they are not making offers to sellers that actually are perfectly good leads. So I noticed that actually in my own business when I started scaling my company and I started hiring employees, what I noticed was the employees that I would hire would define leads differently and it became a very subjective issue. The problem is that when it is subjective, what's a lead to somebody is not a lead to another person and that person very well could have been a lead. So after many, many years, thousands of sellers, I have probably spoken to every type of seller there is and I realized that you really have to be careful about overqualifying a lead. It is my personal belief that every lead that wants an offer should get an offer and should get a follow-up. Let me get into how I define a lead. A lead in my view and in my company, a lead is anybody who says, yes, they wanna sell their home or another way to say that would be, yes, they would like an offer on their home and they're willing to sell within the next six months. If they have those two categories, to me, they're a lead and they are getting an offer. Now, what happens is usually you get a lead that comes in from a marketing channel and you have determined that yes, they wanna sell and yes, they're able to sell within the next six months. Now, they go to the next stage and from there, I want you guys to just always assume motivation. I want you to assume that this seller is motivated before you've even found out what their motivation is. That, that component to the lead is, is great and it's great that they have motivation and I want you to figure out what their motivation is. I want you to know everything about that seller. I want you to get up close and personal. I want you to be that seller's best friend when you get to that stage. I actually have, if you wanna visit my website and you want a free script, I have our actual qualifying call script up on my website if you opt in. The website's thismomflips.com and it will walk you through how I get the motivation out of the seller and I build that rapport. Just because a seller does not have upfront motivation, first of all, you don't even know if they're telling you the truth. So they might have motivation, but they're being tight-lipped. They're poker facing you. Or maybe they don't have you know a ton of motivation, but they also don't really wanna own this house anymore and that's fine. I have bought hundreds of homes from sellers that didn't really want the home anymore, but it wasn't like somebody died or that there was a divorce or that they can't pay their property taxes. Just because somebody is like in not, you know, maybe a distressed situation, it does not mean that they are not motivated to sell. What I'm noticing is that newer wholesalers, they wanna see like that the seller has some kind of distressed situation before they give an offer. And I don't know if that's just a natural inclination to not really want to waste your time with somebody that doesn't seem like they would take a discount on their home, or I don't know if you've been taught that somewhere, 
But I'm here to tell you that that is incorrect. That is the complete incorrect way of doing it. And if you are only giving offers to sellers that have some kind of motivation, you are literally lighting money on fire. I would love for you to take $1,000 and light it on fire and see what that looks like because that is exactly what you're doing. Not all sellers are going to have obvious motivation. Some sellers are tight-lipped, some sellers, they've got their poker face on, and some sellers are just not that motivated. In fact, some of my favorite sellers are the ones that make a ton of money, they have other interests, they just wanna like vacation or they wanna retire, and they don't wanna deal with this house that they somehow inherited. I wanted to get into that because I think it's so important. It's one of the biggest mistakes I see people making, especially some of my newer students that come to me. So it's one of the first lessons that I give is just always assume motivation. Make sure that you are defining a lead as just somebody who wants an offer and they're willing to sell within the next six months. If you're doing that and you are giving offers to anybody who will hear your offers and then you are following up with those offers, you are going to close deals. Anyway, guys, that's all I have to say today. If you like what you hear, please subscribe to my channel and please follow me on Instagram, This Mom Flips. And we've also turned this into a podcast so you can hear my voice while you're driving or working out at the gym or cleaning your house. So if you're interested, check me out on iTunes. It's This Mom Flips. All right, guys, have a good one.